It's midweek. That means it's time to catch up with Connor Pay, BYU team captain, obviously starting offensive lineman for the BYU football program. We talk about how the bye week went, obviously getting ready to head to TCU to take on the Horn Frogs, and a whole lot more right here on Locked On Cougars. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics to treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, please welcome in now team captain, starting offensive lineman for the BYU football program, Connor Pay, back for another visit here on the show. Connor, what is up, my friend? Not a lot. How are you doing, Jake? I'm doing great. Uh, I've got my son home from the NICU. I know you and I caught up last Friday. You were out uh, watching yeah. Lone Peak take on Lehigh, uh, so it was uh, good to catch up with you. But uh, life's pretty good here at the Hatch household, but I, I guess we'll start here. Uh, how did the bye week treat you overall? Good. It was good. You know, it was good to get a chance to kind of, um, you know, take a break on my body a little bit, um, give kind of my joints um, a little bit of time to recover. Uh, and even though we hit it really hard, kind of first half of the week last week, we practiced really hard. Um, it was good to kind of have the back half of the week where we weren't hitting, you know, to kind of get your shoulders, elbows, fingers, all that stuff, kind of feeling better again, feeling a little more fresh, getting guys back from injury and all that stuff. So, you know, bye week is always good for just like some re- rejuvenation and uh, and a little bit of a pick-me-up to go into the back half of your schedule. With regards to bye weeks, how close do you guys get to being, I guess, quote-unquote 100% with a week off? Or do you do you ever get to that point at any point during the bye? Um, yeah, I think uh, you know one of the big challenges too is who can who can stay as close to one hundred percent as possible throughout the season. Yeah, um, and I think you know that from a physicality standpoint and you know from a strength and conditioning aspect, we're actually we've actually been improving as the season's gone on. Our numbers have gotten better um, in the weight room, and and so in that sense, I think we're doing really good. Um, but no, a bye week is huge. And obviously you have some of those injuries that it's just, it's going to take more than one week Mm -hmm. to, you know, uh, get those guys back and those obviously suck. But, um, you know, I think for the most part, we had a lot of guys who were able to kind of get healthy, get back in the mix. And, uh, you know, so I think it was a really good week for us. Now, obviously, you guys you guys were uh, looking at TCU during the bye week. Some we talked about that last week on the podcast, but uh, it's now officially game week. So, uh, does do you guys feel like? And I, this is a question I had just when I was thinking about today's uh, interview. Is that is there ever a point where you guys feel like you may know too much about an opponent having two weeks to prepare versus maybe just one? Mm, um, I don't know. I think you can never have too much information about an opponent. It's just kind of what you do with it yeah you know i think uh if you're if you've just diagnosed it so much to where that's what you're thinking about before every single play like oh 
into the specifics of trying to anticipate exactly what they're going to do. Sometimes that can affect you in a negative way and make you play a little slower and uh, not uh, not react as well. But I, I think you know, I think it's always a, nice to have a few extra days and to take in more information, not only about your opposing team, but also take in more information about yourself uh, on a bye week, doing a little bit of self-scout and stuff like that so you can – you know, find tendencies, remove them, that type of thing. And um, so, but I definitely think that there could be a line where it's, you know, okay, I think that's as much information as we can get before the game is awesome, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily, you know, just drowning in all that information during the game. Okay, fair enough. I understand that. Now, obviously, you talked about you were going to spend time with family over the weekend. Did you do anything fun? Did anything pop up that, hey, you just kind of fly by the seat of your pants over the bye weekend? Yeah, I actually uh, jumped on a plane. I flew to Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, went and visited my sister, who's a professional singer out there. Um, and uh, <clears throat> we went to Disneyland for a day. Okay. So that was exciting. Then I got back on a plane Friday morning so I could be back for Austin's game. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, you know, just played a little golf with my parents on Saturday and you know, so it was a good weekend. It was it was it was a good bye week. All right, so two questions then off of that. Favorite ride at Disneyland number one. Space Mountain for sure, but it was close, so I, that sucked. <laughs> that but. does that does suck. So what's number two then? Um hmm. I think I'd have to say the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Okay. So the old Tower of Terror now. Yeah. Yeah. We did like the Halloween one. Yeah. Like Monsters After Dark. That was cool. That was fun. I'd never done that before. I haven't. I have not been on it myself. I've heard it's awesome, so I'm, I'm glad you got to experience yeah. it. It's it's pretty cool. I'm a I'm a pi- I'm a Pirates of the Caribbean guy. That that is far and away my number one. It's a ride, great ride. So, uh, that's number one. All right, number two thing. Who won in golf? Me for oh. sure. <laughs> Right, fair enough. For sure. And and in my parents' defense, my dad doesn't get to play a lot because uh-huh. he's so busy. And I just bought my mom clubs for her birthday oh, okay. a few months ago, kind of forcing her hand to kind of have to start learning golf. And uh-huh. she actually enjoyed it. She's doing pretty good for only uh, been playing for a few weeks. But she's taking lessons and stuff. And so, um, you know, hopefully one day down the line when – life gets a little less crazy and they can put a little more time into it. We can get some competitive matches going. Okay. So watch out for mama pay. looks like she's, she's coming yes. for all y'all. That's, that's fun to hear. All right. I, I want to talk a little bit more about TCU. Obviously we'll get into the Horn Frogs a little bit. It's a, it's an old rivalry that's been renewed. We'll talk about all that, but we first need to get a word in. We talked about them earlier on on today's show, but our friends over at Jace medical real quick. And Jace has been working with us for months now. The best part is they have provided five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use in a simple case. All it is to take to get Jay's case is to fill out a simple online form and in some cases jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. You can get ongoing care from their physicians for any treatment-related questions. It's doctor-created and doctor-recommended. The best part about this is helping you don't be caught unprepared. Obviously, a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world right now, and that's exactly what Jay's case is here for, my friends. They want you guys uh, to check it out. Obviously, we've all been watching what's happening in Israel. We all know that there are earthquakes hitting in Afghanistan. 
can. Think about all the crazy things, like I mentioned, happening in the world right now. The best part is it can help you guys out in those circumstances with storm shortages, pandemics, reliance on China, and supply chain issues all at, at, at various points right now. We all need to be prepared more now than ever. So go online and get $20 off on the life-saving antibiotics from the Jace Medical by using the promo code Locked On at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. It's a really, really simple way to take care of your family in an emergency situation. Do it with jacemedical.com. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at UCCU. UCC Mobile Banking App is paying your entire family to learn about money. We all need to get smarter about this, and that's where UCCU comes in with learning and it breaks down financial topics into fun, bite-sized educational games like quizzes and trivia. Every time a family member completes a topic, they earn points that a crew can be redeemed for gift cards to stores like Amazon, Apple, Sephora, Walmart, Nike, and many, many more. There's age-appropriate content for every member of your family. Y'all can compete against one another and is available inside the UCCU mobile banking app. <clears throat> So you can play it anytime, anywhere, and the more you play, the more you learn. And, of course, the more you learn, the more you earn, courtesy of our friends at UCCU. It's all called Learn and Earn, part of UCCU's award-winning Be Money Smart Youth Banking Program, helping kids, teens, and parents have fun with becoming more financially literate together. It's all courtesy of UCCU. Love where you bank. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Appreciate all of you guys for your support of the podcast, as always. Uh, continuing on now here with Connor Pay. And, uh, Connor, uh, I'm not sure that you're old enough to remember uh, BYU and TCU squaring off in the Mountain West era, are you? No, not really. Okay, so there, there were some, actually some really classic games during that era. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're aware who, who John Beck is, though. Yes, of course. Okay, so there's, there's a famous game where John Beck actually had two sprained ankles, and he led BYU into Fort Worth like you guys are uh, going to do uh, coming up this weekend. This is back in 2006, so it's been a minute. Uh, but he went in there. It was very famous. He had two sprained ankles. He goes in and leads BYU to a monster upset of a nationally ranked TCU squad, and it kind of kicked off this back and forth of those two schools until TCU made the jump to the Big 12, obviously, and BYU went independent. They had some absolutely classic games, but uh, there are fans Fans out there who will remember that, but if you would players, because I guess uh, you're you're one of the older guys on the team and you don't necessarily remember it, does TCU hold any type of more significance to you guys than any other team in the Big Twelve right now? Um, you know, not <clears throat> not particularly, other than the fact that you know they played in the national championship last year. Yeah, you know, and so that's that's obviously something you can't take lightly at all. Um, is you know what that team has was able to do last year. Um, and so, but I think in terms of any extracurriculars, I don't, I don't think there is outside of just, you know, the respect we have for them. So, so you, have you watched them pretty closely in that run to the national title a year ago? Do you have any impressions of them based off of last year versus this year? Um, you know, I think that team for them last year was a special team Mm -hmm. and you could, you could kind of see it in the way they played, the way they played together. Um, and obviously they've had some ups and downs this year um, a little bit. And, but the, and they obviously they lost a lot of good players to the NFL too. And so that, that, you know, obviously takes its toll. Um, but, you know, when you watch them this year, you know, they're kind of, they've had flashes of what that team was. Um, and, you know, and so it's there. And so you have to respect it and you have to be prepared for it. You know, and they they just come off. They kind of got smacked a little bit by Iowa State, mm-hmm. and so they're going to be they're going to be pissed. They're going to be frustrated, and they're going to be wanting to you know get their season back on track at home. 
Um, and so they're going to come out ready to roll. And so we need to be prepared for that and be ready to, you know, um, match their energy and exceed it. Now, obviously, there, there are reports out there that their starting quarterback, Chandler Morris, is out. Uh, he will not play in this game. At least there's TBD on when he actually might be back, if at all. But uh, you, obviously, as an offensive lineman, losing a quarterback, how critical is that to the overall just success of an offense? Like, say, for you guys to lose a guy like Keaton Slovis, knock on wood, how difficult would that be? I mean, it's obviously, it's challenging. Um, you know, because if, if he's the starting quarterback, he's usually the guy you know, who guys rally around um, and who understands the offense the best can put you in the best positions to be successful. And so, you know, losing a guy like that, you know, obviously is really challenging and just kind of the timing and the flow with the receivers and all those banked reps that they have with, with that quarterback, you know, all of that plays a role. And so all of that makes it challenging. But I mean, <clears throat> Max Duggan was a career backup yeah. at TCU and he led them to a national championship. So, you know, I think uh, I don't think that our defense is going to prepare any differently. They're going to they're going to prepare for a quarterback who's going to play very well and be a really good player. And you know, and so I think uh, it doesn't change anything for us on our end. We're going to prepare the same way. Um, but I think uh, you know, there's obvious things that you have to take into account too that'll be a little different with a backup quarterback. Now, you guys played at Kansas. This will be your first trip to Fort Worth as members of the Big 12. Uh, what do you like most about uh, these conference road games? Is there anything in particular that stands out so far in your experience on the road this season? Um, uh, not so much. Just some just some cool environments. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, even though it was outside of conference play, you know, Arkansas, that was a fun environment, you know, to be in a pretty condensely packed 75,000 people. You know, like that's pretty fun environment uh kansas was similar in that way and uh you know i think uh i was joking about this with um uh, on another show but uh just because in some places it's kind of been like oh welcome to the big 12 you know this is kind of like oh welcome we're gonna be all nice to you and all this stuff blah 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 blah. and we're not gonna get any of that at tcu um and none of it do we want as players. That's yeah. a Twitterverse thing. Okay. Uh, but um, you know, I think uh, I think this will probably be the most hostile environment we've gone to so far, which for, as a player is very exciting and it's really enjoyable. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> So you talk about the Twitter thing, like wanting to be all friendly and chummy and whatnot. You guys, so you you don't like that as a player. You want it to be hostile. No, absolutely. It's like I don't care at all if you have a good experience coming to Provo. Like we have no interest in that at all. Yeah. Like as as fans on fans, like great, yeah, be good to each other, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Like do your thing. Right. Whatever floats your boat. Um but for us, we want you to have a pretty poor experience when you come to Provo. You know, as a player at least we want that experience to suck. And and so I think that's where it's just like a little bit different. And so you see everything that's going on on Twitter, like, oh, now we're all friends now. Great. It's like, yeah, none of us feel that way at all. So, But we're glad the fans do. You guys can handle that. We'll handle the ass kicking. We'll, we'll take care of that part. You know, because that's what we want to do. We don't want to be – I don't want any of those guys following me on Twitter after the game. So you know, I, I want them yeah. blocking me. <laughs> 
I love it. That's that's my that would be the best answer you have given this season. I, I love that. That's what it goes. Because here's the thing. So I was coached by a former BYU offensive lineman in high school. Uh, I don't know if you know the name Eli Herring by chance, but he's I know Eli very well. Okay, so him and my dad were teammates. Okay, so so Eli coached me in high school, and he said his whole mentality when we played at BYU was similar to what you talked about. He said, "Okay, fans can do whatever they want in the stands. They can be all chummy, chummy, buddy, buddy in the stands. My whole thing is I'm going to kick your butt. I'm going to give you a hand, help you up." And say let's go do that again and i'm gonna i'm gonna make it so annoying to the point like you kind of mentioned that they're gonna want to just just ignore you after the game because you've just you've routinely kicked them in the rear so many times yeah <laughs> no eli eli hit it on the head and, you know that's 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 how it is and, and that's coming from a guy who gave up millions of dollars because he didn't want to play on Sundays. True, true story. True story. And I trust me. I and was still drafted <laughs> because the team wanted to try to convince him to play. Hey, you know, Al Davis and the Raiders, man, they think they can do anything. Let's be real. Like that. that yeah. uh, there's some people. Except, get, for, except for stay in Oakland. Yes, that. Good point. Very good point. Or win. Good point also. Yeah. It's the Raiders. Come on now. Just win, baby. That's all that matters. But, yeah, they have a problem with the actual just win part. Of it. All right. Uh, so one other thing on the TCU side of it, uh, Connor, is mm-hmm. uh, have you ever been to Fort Worth before? Uh, did, does humidity bug you at all as a player? Does that type of stuff get into your head at all? No, not really. Because um, <clears throat> like, you're wet and sweaty anyways. Okay. It just happens in humidity a little faster. Just got to hydrate a little better. Just stay on top of it a little bit more. Um, and so, like, if you handle your business during the week, it usually doesn't make that big of a difference. Um, I haven't been – I've been to a lot of places in Texas. Fort Worth is not one of them. Okay. So um, this will be a first time for me. Well, it should be a fun one. I know there's a number of BYU fans who are going out there. Did you hear about this whole thing with TCU trying to block BYU fans from buying tickets originally? Yeah, I remember when they when that came out originally, and now they can't get anybody to buy their tickets. So say. now they're opening it up to other, uh, <laughs> which is which is weird for me, given the fact that they played in a national championship last year. And it's like, okay, your team dropped a couple games, and now nobody wants to come. Yeah. That kind of feels like a fake fan base to me, just a little bit. Hey. But so like, I kind of feel bad for those players a little bit. It's like, man. You guys dropped just a couple games, and they're just bailing on you. So I went to a game. So you guys are going to play Texas here in a few weeks, and we'll talk about the Longhorns when it gets here. But I went the last time BYU played at Texas, the famous Taysom Hill game where he jumped over the dude. I was on a I was on a bus to my car after the game randomly with this Texas fan. He I, I vividly remember this. He is from Fort Worth. Uh, technically, he's just outside of Fort Worth. And he said this to me. He said, Jake, here's the thing. I live right next to TCU. They'll always be my number two team. But number one is the burnt orange. It's the Texas Longhorns. I'm, I think that's for mm-hmm. a lot of people down there in that area. It's probably exactly that. Or it's A&M. Yeah. Too. I mean, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It does. <laughs> when, when, when they're winning, it's real easy to support. But when they, hey, they start losing, you're, you jump off the bandwagon. And I guess Yeah. So. Y'all all love TCU when they're undefeated. <laughs> no doubt about that. All right, uh, and then uh, when it comes to uh, the the last part of this podcast, we've got some great questions that were submitted by some of our listeners over the past week, Connor. We'll get to those. Sweet. I do have I do have one more on the TCU side of it. And I forgot to mention this earlier. Have you heard the incredible? They call it a frog horn. You've heard the horn that they play when they score in that stadium. No. Oh, uh, you you just it can get real annoying real quick. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> 
It's loud. It, okay, good to know. It is very loud, but they only really blow it when they score touchdowns. So hopefully you guys will not hear it all that often on, on Saturday. All right. Uh, we will get to some of these listener questions. Got some good ones coming in here. We'll get to that here in just a minute. Real quick, do need to get a word in on a new sponsor of ours, our friends over at Prize Picks. And what Prize Picks is, is it's a it's the most fun that anybody can have with daily fantasy. No matter what you're interested in, uh, football season and with basketball upcoming as well. It is the most excited, exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. You have the skills. You can earn ten, you can turn ten dollars into two hundred fifty dollars with just a few taps. It's really really simple, my friends. They have a quick withdrawals, easy game plan, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. All you got to do is you have to test your knowledge just against the numbers. It's not you competing head to head with anybody else to win this money. The best part is you can go online and get started right away. Uh, go to PrizePicks.com slash LockedOnCollege and use the promo code LockedOnCollege for a first deposit match of up to $100. Think about that. You can put 100 bucks in, get $100 matched instantly. It's a really, really simple way to do it. So PrizePicks.com slash LockedOnCollege and use that promo code LockedOnCollege for that first deposit match. It's an incredible setup, my friends. Easy way to win money. It's Daily Fantasy done right. Do it with our friends at PrizePicks. It's Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your routine, everybody. All right, uh, wrapping up this edition of BYU Football with Connor Pay here. And, Connor, uh, we're going to start off with an interesting question. And it deals with the BYU Honor Code, but it's not a it's not a negative question because they did revamp the Honor Code recently and allowing some of your teammates, if they wanted to wear their hair a little bit longer, uh, they can do yeah. so. So the question was sent in uh, via Dave and said, Jake, can you ask Connor this? He's a pretty clean-cut dude, and he asked this question. Uh, if Connor were allowed to have facial hair, A, would he have facial hair and B, what would it be? Yes. Resounding. Yes. Okay. What would it be then? I've been waiting just, just a normal beard. Okay. Right? I wouldn't have it super long. I'd keep it trim, uh-huh. but I look like a little kid when I'm shaved <laughs> and it, I don't like it. Okay. Well, um, and I've been, I've been waiting for that to change for years. Uh-huh. Um, not that I'm like dislike the honor code or anything like that, but that's the one thing in the honor code I don't necessarily understand. Well, and and I will I will I will back this up. There's a reason for it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I guess if you're listening to this and you're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, this makes sense. Uh-huh. But for those who are not members, there's there's a place in the temple called the Celestial Room. Mm-hmm. It's probably the most um, sacred place we can go as members. I'm allowed to have a beard in there, mm-hmm. but I can't walk into the BYU testing center and take a test. That's the part that I don't necessarily understand. That's the one. Everything else in the honor code makes sense. Yeah. I'm happy to follow it, but it's like, we allow mustaches. Mm-hmm. It's like, we want to be clean cut. And we allow those nasty things. <laughs> we got dudes, we got dudes walking around campus looking like seventies porn stars. And it's like, those are, that's clean cut. Like, that's how we want BYU to be represented. It's like, what are we doing? And you can't have, like, a well-trimmed beard. Nope. I don't really understand that. But, as you can see, I'm clean-shaven because I signed the dotted line. I agreed to it, so I'm going to follow it. But, um, yes, I would have a beard for sure. So here, here's the question. When you're, when you're done playing, getting ready for the NFL, are you going to be one of the guys who shows up back up on campus with the beard going? Exactly. I showed up coming from the bye week with a beard. <laughs> 
Good well, on we you. came back to official activities today, so I had to shave. All right. Well, hey, as most people know, they probably see this on YouTube. I've got a beard rolling right now. I've had it for the last essentially year and a half. And my wife's the one that actually encouraged me to start growing it. And we both met at BYU. And I'm like you, Connor, when I was there. It's like, okay, well, I agreed to this. Might as well. I've got to live by the rules here. But yeah, yeah it's, I trust me, I would have done a, a lot to be able to have uh, some facial hair <laughs> while I was a student there. Let's put it that way. I know. All right. Um, okay. So next question. That was great, by the way. Uh, and you're right. The, the whole the whole mustache thing, it will forever baffle me. But nonetheless, that's not it. It's not it. So you're so you're not. But uh, other thing, I was going to ask you. You're not a long hair guy. Because remember, I remember you hopped on a uh, on with us a couple weeks ago and you, you trimmed it up. Yeah. No. I mean, I am. I do like growing my hair out, mm-hmm. but I just did it a little too early this year. Yeah, and okay. so it got really hot. <laughs> and so if I had done it maybe a month or two later, then I probably would have left it throughout the entire season just because now it's cooling down. Sure. Um, but, like, we were in training camp, and I was like, man, this is hot. <laughs> so I just decided to cut it off. And I don't know how long I'll grow it this time. We'll see. I'm not too sure. You need, to, you need to get one of those, the LSU, you know, those air-conditioned helmets that they debuted this year? You need to get some of those. Oh, man, that's awesome. You, do you see are. those? I don't know if we do. Okay, well, so I don't, I don't think we do. LSU, I remember this is during the summer. They, they were, hey, well, these are air-conditioned helmets, and the players put them on. They're like, dude, this is actually like kind of chilly. It's kind of crazy. But I, yeah. I, I think in the middle of a game, that would actually be a really, really nice thing, I'm sure, to have, where you're just all yeah. hot, hot and sweaty, no doubt about that. All right, um, on to the next question coming in here. Uh, this yep. one, let me uh, I gotta click on the right thing. Okay, here we go. Coming in from Sarah. Can you ask Connor what his favorite type of candy is? It's Halloween coming up, you know. A Reese's Fast Break. All right. Are we talking like the big, like, king-size version of those? Okay, my question is that, uh, obviously. You're on offensive lineman. I get it. Obviously. Yeah. Okay, so Reese's. I'm, I get paid to be obese. <laughs> That's the dream for a lot of us. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so Reese's Fast Break. I like that. And those are harder to find these days, by the way. I remember when they launched those know, things, it's... they were everywhere. If it's not in a, like a gas station is the only spot. It's not going to be in a store. I don't know what the reason for that is, but. Okay, so the question is, I guess the follow-up to that is, do you have them, do you keep them on hand, or you got like, hey, just wanders into a Maverick and grabs one? No, I'm not, I'm not a big candy eater okay. in general, just because, especially during the season, I'm trying to be in like, just because it kind of makes my stomach hurt. Got it. A little bit. Same thing with soda. I don't drink a lot of soda during the season, just because it just makes me, not not because I'm like trying to be super healthy or anything. It just <laughs> kind of just makes me sick a little. And so like sometimes if like it seems to be like road trips. Okay. You know, I always just we're stopping at the gas station, and grab drinks and snacks for the drive. I always grab a fast break or two for the drive. Or I think I had one. Um, I think I did buy one at the airport. Okay. Um, when I was heading to L.A. last week, so. I don't know. It seems to be a travel candy for me. I don't know why that is. It just kind of seems that that's when I get them. I think that's how most of us are, really. Let's be real. That's kind of how things go. Uh, I'm just going to ask this. So when you do drink soda, what's what's your what's your poison? Sprite and Mountain Dew are my top two. Interesting. Okay. For sure. Not yeah. not mixed, obviously. Those are two separate. No, okay. no, no. All right, fair enough. I, so I bounce between those two. Those two. All right. So if you, if you need the extra jolt of caffeine, I guess you go to the Mountain Dew. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what 80 milligrams of caffeine is going to do for a 300-plus-pound person, but I think I need to go more the NOS route if I'm looking for a jolt, more in that 250 to 300-milligram range. Okay. But 
or maybe some pre-workout. All right. But the caffeine's a nice touch. So are you, okay, here's the thing. Are you an energy drink guy typically? Because no, I'm not. No, I can't definitely do it. not. Okay. So you're, you're, you're a lean eater then. Like you're a, like, are you like meat and potatoes type dude? Are you meat and salad? Like, are you pretty lean during the season? Um, yes. A lot of times because that's what the food is provided for us. Got it. Um, and so like, it's convenient, but when I'm just home, like it's, I love pizza. I eat a lot of pizza. Um, especially because it's so hard for me to keep my weight on. Got it. During the season and pizza is a little denser. Mm -hmm. So like I eat pizza a lot. My roommates tease me about it, but, um, so here's the question. Are you guys going to like Papa John's the day after you guys win a game and using that 50% off deal and whatnot? No, I just ordered Domino's. Okay. I was gonna Those say, are my guys okay. and our store close to here sucks so bad. <laughs> and so the deliveries take forever. So they always send me an email after for a free pizza. Okay. So like, I haven't paid for a pizza in like six months. <laughs> Connor's working it, folks. He knows he knows how to game the so system. It's completely here. ethical. I don't. I don't report it. They send the email to me. Okay, it's completely ethical. I love it. That's awesome, man. That's the way to do it. So, so Domino's. Okay, so we're le- we're learning some things about you here tonight, Connor. Yeah. I like this. Uh, so um, I had Domino's tonight. If I'm okay. being completely honest with you. Gotcha. Hey, by the way, if anybody wants to see an incredible collection of Traegers going all at the same time, is it is it Dan, the, the guy that, who's your nutritionist? Yep. So his ability to run it, I don't know how many triggers he's running at one time. It's like an art form to watch him do that. I've I seen believe a couple it's of 15. Times. Is it 15? Oh my gosh. 12 or 12 or 15. Okay. Cause I've watched him do it. And I watch him just kind of go, he goes from one to the other, just down the line. And he's just, he's flipping meat and doing whatever he needs to do. <laughs> it's the, it's, it's an art form. It's absolutely incredible to watch him do his thing. Yeah, it really is. Cause so, he cooks. Oh man. 400 chicken breasts, 500 chicken breasts, and 100, 150 steaks every day. Jeez. And so do you guys just get to take what you want, essentially, of that and just, just chow down? Um, yeah, pretty much. They come in. The NCAA regulates, like, the size they can get out. So they have whatever you can fit into that regulated container you can take. So, <laughs> Okay. So are, so are you and the linemen jamming them full of, of, like, steak and everything? Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. I, I can Pushing it to the brim. All right. The NCAA gets enough money. We can have one more freaking chicken breast <laughs> so that commissioner can go and give himself another $200,000 raise. Hey, you're not wrong about that. So uh, we got your back on, on that, no doubt Thank about you. that. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Connor. Uh, anything else you need to get off your chest before we go on today's show? Um, no, was that the end of the listener questions? I well, can't remember where we are at. We, we, got, we got a couple more, but we'll hold them for next week. We, we got plenty of okay. time to get through them. So. Yeah, no, if we're going to hold them for next week, that's it for me. All right, well, that's we will wrap it up there. Uh, good stuff. So uh, if you want to get it's the way to Connor's heart, uh, get him some Sprite, get him some Mountain Dew, get him Reese's Fast Break, and, you know, <laughs> buy him a Domino's pizza. What, By the way, what toppings are your, are your preferred toppings? I'm pretty boring. I like cheese pizza. Oh, really? So you're just a cheese guy, plain cheese. Yeah. I just think it's good. Okay. You know, people make fun of me for that all the time. I mean, like, pepperoni sausage is great, too. Uh-huh. Like, I love those pizzas. But, yeah, I don't know. That's – if I – that cheese is at the top of my list. Well, hey, my daughter would be in full agreement with you because she is uh, she is the <laughs> queen of I, – I don't care what is on the pizza. She will just pick it all off. She just eats the cheese pizza. So. <laughs> 
So she, she, she'd be good friends with you. Let's just put it that there way. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of BYU Football with Connor Pay. A big thank you to all of you for, for your support of the podcast, as always. Uh, thank you once again for making it your first listen today, and thank you for all of you for being everydayers with us right here on Locked On Cougars. Until next time, have a great rest of your day, my friends. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast. See you.